Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Good morning! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time to wake up. <laughs> it's five. We're live. Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show. Your early morning shot of sports on 95.7. The game. Come on! Yes, sir. Good morning, family. Stephen Langford in on the pregame show. 95.7 The Game. Leading you up until... 6 o'clock is the morning roast. We'll take you until 10. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in on this fine Monday as more and more cars are starting to get out onto the street. Noticing a lot more of you coming in during this uh, for the majority of this pandemic and uh, noticed a lot more traffic lately. So welcome in case you're just getting onto your road for your first time at 5 in the morning. But uh, 888-957-9570 is the text line and the phone number if you want to weigh in today. Why does this sort of stuff always happen after my show's over? (laughs) From a selfish standpoint, it's 5 a.m. You know, we're in here talking about the NBA trade deadline. No trades are made until around 7 or 8 o'clock in the morning Pacific time, which is fine. I, I, I could deal with that. But the 49ers on Friday decided to make one of the most historic um, defining moves for this era of 49ers football. And they decided to do it on Friday at about 10.15 when Adam Schefter tweeted out that the 49ers traded their 12th pick, a first-rounder in 2022 and 2023, and a third-rounder in 2022 as well, all to get... The third overall pick. I'm not going to lie to you. This was my first um, my first reaction. I'm going to be 100% honest and would love to hear yours. 888-957-9570. Uh, what was your first reaction when you saw that this trade went down? Um, but I'll be honest. Mine was, okay, first, I just want to know, is this Schefter tweet real? Because <laughs> I don't know if you read it, but he misre- he misspelled the there, the T-H-E-I-R. Instead, it was meant to spell the T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E uh, spelling. So he missed that and didn't correct it. And also didn't hashtag 49ers. 
And I, I, I'm straight up. My first reaction when I saw when I saw the tweet was, "Wait a second, wait, could this be fake?" Because Schefter, you know, being a guy who has his notifications on and sees a lot of these reports that he makes, I looked at that and I thought the hashtag isn't there. I said the spelling is incorrect, and normally Schefter would uh, would uh, try and you know resolve that spelling and he did it in this one and then ian rapport of the nfl network confirmed maybe it was just too big of a story to just delete and then retype and and retype it in the same spelling because deleting something like that um there's a lot that also went through my head though after my initial reaction of thinking that the tweet was fake uh but i thought that it would be in the 49ers' best interest to trade up for a quarterback and then at some point possibly bring him along during the season. Um, Not sure if they'd even bring him in, to be honest. But the third-round pick, or excuse me, the third overall pick, trading two first-rounders along with that, I personally think that this move right away to me, it screams quarterback for one. There's no doubt they're going to get a quarterback. But if you trade that many assets, I'm just saying that uh, I'm just saying that if you do that, then you are going to have to. You're, there's going to be so much pressure on Kyle Shanahan, and you're going to have to make a decision. As to whether, I mean, you start him early or you leave him on the bench and just wait for the fans to, you know, scream and yell and get on Twitter and just start typing every bad thing that they can about Jimmy Garoppolo until their quarterback gets in. Because that's what you're asking for uh, at this point. I'm very interested, though, to see what happens because... Look, I think that, for one, Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson, they are the de facto number one and number two. We need to see if that is an actual uh, fact, for one. It's, it's, this happens every single year, and you know, most likely they are right in that, uh, in that Trevor Lawrence out of Clemson, long-haired guy. Honestly, Trevor Lawrence, to me, He's looks like a uh, he looks like you know in animated movies when they have animals and the animals turn like the animals were at one point they were humans and they turned back into uh, humans. Like Trevor Lawrence is what you'd get if the stallion turned back into a human. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what he kind of looks like. But Trevor Lawrence would be the de facto number one, and Zach Wilson out of BYU would be the number two. And that's supposedly leaving the 49ers with either Trey Lance. Justin Fields, or even Mac Jones. But we never know what can happen with that number two pick. That number two pick could be, uh, that number two pick, if it's not Zach Wilson, that's going to shake everything up, but also that'd be in the 49ers' favor because right away at number three, uh, they'd take Zach Wilson. But 888 want to hear uh, your thoughts about this. Uh, but Peter King, 
course, NFL Insider and does a great job with the uh, uh, with the MMQB and, of course, with DRK. He was a weekly on uh, during the football season. But they got him on on Friday as soon as this trade went down. And he just wanted to talk about the trade. And he doubts that this trade was made to draft anything besides a quarterback. I doubt that they would be moving up to number three to get Mac Jones. But again, I don't know. Nobody knows. I think you're absolutely right. Mac Jones does not feel like the third pick in this draft. You know, there are those in the NFL who are not very high on Mac Jones at all. I would be surprised. I mean, this this strikes me that if you're buying into a quarterback at number three, you're either buying into the Justin Fields who outplayed Trevor Lawrence in the college football playoffs. But it strikes me it would be either Justin Fields or Trey Lance. Now, Trey Lance is an absolutely mystifying pick unless you really feel like a guy who hasn't played all that much football above high school and he's played it at a Division One AA level. You really have to have a confidence in yourself knowing what makes a great quarterback to pick Trey Lance number three in a draft, in my opinion. But who has more confidence in his in his own ability to pick, coach, mentor, and forecast greatness about quarterbacks? I can't think of anybody who would be more that person than Kyle Shanahan. And that was the key for me when I heard that sound clip. See, when I mentioned, and, and I don't really take victory laps on this show too often, quite frankly, because uh, there aren't too many victory laps to be taken. Uh, but <laughs> I was saying that in this draft coming up, like if you're going to, if you are going to find your quarterback in the draft, and let's just say, you, you know, you, you kept Jimmy G, you didn't trade uh, for any other quarterback, you didn't pick one up in free agency, Jimmy Garoppolo is your guy. Um, you could sure you could sign a veteran backup that's kind of a journeyman, but I also um, felt like that if you have Josh Rosen already, you might as well trade up in the draft because there are a multitude of quarterbacks that can be taken within the top ten. And if you take a quarterback at any other point in this draft, they do actually have um, their other draft picks. You know, they still got um, they still got their or mid-rounders to late-rounders, unlike last season. And if you were to draft one there, say in the draft in the you know the third or fourth round, because there are 13 different quarterbacks that could go drafted uh, this year. Um, if you're going to do it and you're going to find your franchise guy, I would rather you not try and do that in the middle of the draft if you have just this bevy of quarterbacks in the top 10. And that's what they did, but... I don't know who they're going to pick specifically because of what Peter King said at the end. Because Kyle Shanahan is his own uh, evaluator. You know, like he, I think he has it in his mind, and this is rightfully so because I do believe um, that he knows what he likes, but I think that Kyle Shanahan more than anyone just obviously knows that something that we don't. And he feels like if he feels there's a trait in Mac Jones that he sees where he can develop him into a quarter, into a Super Bowl type of quarterback or a quarterback that can at least lead the team to the Super Bowl, 
I mean, then fine if, if that's really what he thinks. But you know that when he does make this pick with the amount of the amount of guys that he has on the list after Trevor Lawrence at one and Zach Wilson at two, when you have these this your pick of the three, I think it's pretty you know it's pretty clear that a lot of fan bases, you know, just anyone else who's talking about the draft, they're not necessarily big fans of Mac Jones. So really, Trey Lance and Justin Fields are both one A and one B at this point. You could switch. Uh, you could switch whichever one you want. I mean, you probably put you know Justin Fields at one one A and Trey Lance at one B in those options. But what I'm saying is, if he chooses other than that. Kyle Shanahan, that is, and he chooses Mac Jones. He clearly chose him for a reason. However, I mean, I think that would absolutely get the fan base outraged. But 888-957-9570 is the text line and the phone number if you want to weigh in, because I know you do. I know you want to weigh in on this, on the 49ers trading up for this third overall pick. Uh, But there are a couple of other things that are on my mind that I want to get to uh, on the other side because the amount of draft capital that they gave up here in order to get the third overall pick, it makes me wonder if they were in the running for a certain other quarterback. Plus, another big question I have uh, surrounding the quarterback position in the draft and the attribute that I think they need more than anything that we see on the field. Triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Stephen Lightfoot on the pregame show. Feel free to weigh in. Ninety five seven. The game. Now back to the pregame show on ninety five seven. The game. Here's Stephen Langford. Triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero is the text line and the phone number if you want to weigh in. <laughs> For the nine two five, Lawrence looks like the cover of an Animorphs book. Talking about Trevor Lawrence. For the four oh eight, I'm just I'm just happy to see that the 49ers are coming to grips that Jimmy is not the answer. Let's go get us a quarterback. Is that what the 49ers are saying with this move, in your opinion? 888-957-9570. Are the 49ers just done with Garoppolo? Do you see him still being the quarterback in 2021? The starting quarterback in 2021? 888-957-9570. That's going to be the question I'll ask to you. But... There are a couple of things that did cross my mind. For one, let's just, I'm going to reset with the trade details just in case. And if you, you've been listening since the beginning of the show, uh, sorry, but we got new people going into the car at 518. It's pretty crazy when, uh, when, you know, I mean, it's five in the morning and you got different people who wake up at different times. Uh, yeah, we need to, we need to reset at least with the details. So the 49ers, they traded, uh, their 12th pick. A first rounder in 2022 and 2023, as well as a third rounder in 2022. And all that for the number three pick. And first off, initial reaction, wanted to know the tweet was real. (laughs) Had no idea. You know, I I knew it wasn't a fake account. I knew it wasn't a darn Scheffner who, with a blue check mark, who 
who made this uh, report. I knew it wasn't him. But I also said, wow, he isn't hashtagging any of the 49ers, and he spelled there in the wrong context. So in the wrong tense. He spelled it with a T-H-E-I-R. And I can't remember which one it was. I believe he was supposed to spell it T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E. And he didn't correct himself. So I figured, hmm, all right, got to wait and see. But then Rappaport, uh, Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network, Rap Sheet, of course, did confirm it. So we were all good there. And then, you know, I went to thinking what they're going to do with the number three pick. But another thought that crossed my mind here was the thought of Deshaun Watson and how seriously uh, the 49ers took that first off report that he chose the 49ers. He was on one of their lists uh, when he was on one of the lists for the with the no trade clause. I'm not going to say list again in the plural, um, but I wonder if they really made a push at him. And I also wonder, um, you know, if these allegations against Deshaun had anything to do with it. And and I, I I do wonder that. I don't know if there's any credence to it. I don't even know if that's fair to wonder. But I do think that if they were willing to give up these first rounders, you know, the next two, and then a third rounder, that's essentially uh, what the Texans would have wanted. But then you also would have had to, had to trade uh, a couple of quote-unquote defensive starters, whatever that means. Uh, but I did wonder... If they're willing to do that for this number three overall pick, then I wonder if they were going to give that up for Deshaun Watson. Because it was so funky how with Adam Schefter, as soon as he tweeted out the report, then he tweets out a follow-up saying, oh, by the way, the 49ers are starting Jimmy Garoppolo in 2021. As soon as that report happened, I mean, can we just take a step back for a second and, you know, take off our our sports radio uh, hot take hats off and really just take a step back and kind of just realize how funny that is? (laughs) It's like the number three pick, clearly they're going to get a quarterback. And I'm, I'm Adam Schefter, and I just reported the biggest report that's happened so far in the NFL. And then it's like... All of a sudden, he tweets out, oh, yeah, by the way, sources say Jimmy Garoppolo is the starting quarterback in 2021. I don't know what to believe. I don't know what to believe right now. However, I do think that this was necessary. And one attribute that I want to see, because, look, we we get a lot of, um, uh, from the 415 here, uh, Fields, longest windup, Mac is the most ready, Trey has the strongest arm, most athletic, highest risk, and then ceiling, so go for Trey, and that's from the 415, and if you want to give me your takes on that, 888-957-9570, I'm taking all sorts of texts today, I don't have anything necessarily specific for you to answer, but you know what, if you want to make this simple, we could just go, let's just say that Trevor Lawrence out of Clemson and Zach Wilson out of BYU are off the table. They are taken with the number one and the number two picks uh, as expected by the Jags and then the Jets. And then with number three, you got Fields, you got Lance, or you got Mac Jones. You got Mac Jones out of Alabama. You got Trey Lance out of North Dakota State. And you got Justin Fields out of Ohio State. Where are you going there with that third pick? Triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. All I need is the last name. Um, so it's interesting because when you look at 
the stats and the talent and the strengths and the weaknesses, and we're going to be all over this uh, for the next however long. What is it? We, we literally got a month till the draft starts because it's March 29th and the draft is on April 29th. We got a month till it starts. And I'm going to be looking at every single strength and weaknesses page that's popping up. You know, what are the strengths of Trey Lance? What are the weaknesses? The weaknesses is he didn't play too much last year. Small sample size. What are his strengths? Strong arm can make the throws. Little inaccurate with his numbers, but can make all the throws. You know, that kind of stuff. And they're going to put a lot of that. You know, you're going to see a lot of repetitive, kind of redundant strengths, right? But one that I need to watch out for here, and one that really you can't quantify, but I wonder which quarterback, when they do take him at three, depending on who it is. You know, even even if Zach Wilson's the option too, let's just say the Jets take somebody else besides Wilson. Again, taking Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Hang on, Keith. I'll get to your text. That's ridiculous. But taking they're taking Trevor Lawrence with the number one. Number two, most likely going to be Zach Wilson. And if Zach Wilson isn't it at number two, then that's who the 49ers are clearly going to take. But the one thing to me that you need to pay attention to, and I think it's going to be a, hard to get a gauge on, but it's how well these quarterbacks can take the pressure. Because with this trade, and knowing the history of this 49ers franchise, knowing that you are the number three overall pick, and there's a chance that you know you might not even start at the beginning of the season, but people are going to be calling for your name. You know, your jersey is going to be worn at games before you even take a snap, guaranteed. You know, what that pressure must feel like on a young player, I think it's something that I personally believe in. It's something that I think it weighs down on players. You know, we think these guys are superhuman, and they are within their athletic ability, for sure, but they are human beings after all. And when you got something like that, knowing how much you're going to be relied on, I wonder which quarterback out of those three, hell, out of those four, I'll include Wilson in there too. I wonder which one can handle that kind of pressure. Because to me, when I see that Kittle has a contract extension with the team for the next few years, when I see that Juszczyk got a big big extension, when I see Trent Williams and Alex Mack being added to this team for the next three years. When I see that, that tells me that you have the core that you want. This is the core that Kyle Shanahan wanted to create. And with the drafting of that third overall pick, that core clearly doesn't include Jimmy Garoppolo going forward. So to me, you know, unless... Whoever the guy is at number three overall shows by the time his rookie deal is up, by the time that four years is up, if he hasn't shown that he has the capability of leading this team through the playoffs and beyond, then 
I mean, this is the type of thing that will define Lynch and Shanahan and their tenure along with the 49ers. And this is something where after those few years, that's when some decisions are going to have to be made. But on the flip side, I mean, this just shows you that, yeah, Lynch and Shanahan, they're here for the long haul. And I think with this trade, with how aggressive they were and the talent that's with this trade, I think a lot of 49er fans um, are really happy going into this one. But the amount of feedback that fans are going to be giving the entire time, the amount of chatter that you're going to hear, not only just locally, not only in the Bay Area, but around the NFL. Nationally, it's going to be talked about. When Jimmy Garoppolo came to the Niners, um, he was already one of the more talked about quarterbacks in the NFL just because he was with the Patriots and he was backing up Tom Brady and everyone thinking he's the next successor to Tom Brady, whatever. Um, But I I do think that the spotlight's going to be on the 49ers this year. (laughs) It really is. If they, if unless another team somehow makes some sort of historic draft, the quarterback is something that we like to pay attention to the most. The quarterback is going to be talked about the most. And as soon as Jimmy Garoppolo has one preseason game where he throws two interceptions, then that's when fans are going to be calling for this third overall pick, whoever it may be. And that's when you're going to see uh, chaos start to ensue. But this is going to make it a lot more fun going forward. I don't know if they're going to be starting him right away in 2021. My guess is uh, they wouldn't, but I would not. Uh, I, I would not be. I would not think it's venturing out. I, I would not think it's far fetched to say that Garoppolo would not be the starter uh, by the time the season is over. And what's it going to be like week 18? Because they're adding 17 games to the schedule. So I guess we have to say week 18 from now on. Uh, But look, I I just think that this move shows you that we think we found our franchise guy in this draft. We're going to grab him. And with these extensions we've given to Juszczyk, to Kittle, to Williams, to Mack. You know, we got Brandon Ayuk uh, on his rookie deal for another couple of years. Um, we got a nice young core on defense with uh, Bosa and Fred Warner in the front seven. I mean, there's going to be a lot of moves made, and obviously this isn't the roster they're going to have going forward because they can make a- additions in free agency, and it's not like they don't have any other draft picks going forward either. It's not like, you know, it's just, yeah, they traded away every single pick for the next three years. It's nothing like that, but I do think that this is one where they made the move specifically because they feel like their window has to be within these next four years, or at least the window has to be remained open after these four years. It can't close. But 888-957-9570 is the text line and the phone number if you want to weigh in. But that's going to be my specific question. And it's going to be pertaining to Jimmy Garoppolo. And I just want to get a gauge on this, because we're going to have a month to talk about this. Right. And what I like to do with these sort of uh, with these sort of trades and these situations, I like to just get a gauge on something that we'll be talking about for the next month down the line and beyond. But triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero is the text line and the phone number. Let me get the pulse of the pregame show nation. 
do you think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be starting in 2021 for the San Francisco 49ers? 888-957-9570. Let's get the pulse of that next. Stephen Lankford in on the pregame show, 95.7 The Game. Now back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Here's Stephen Langford. Just got yourself feeling good on a Monday real quick before we get into some heated sports debate at 5.37 in the morning. Oh, yeah. 888-957-9570. Will the 49ers get lucky with their third overall pick? No, that's not the question. My question was 888-957-9570, and we'll go to Tony in Oakland who wanted to call in in just a second. But my question to you was with all the information that you have, knowing that the 49ers traded that 12th pick along with a first-rounder and a third-rounder in 2022 and a first-rounder in 2023, knowing all of that information, do you think... The fact that they're making this third overall pick, it's very unlikely that a third overall pick doesn't start during a season, although the 49ers said otherwise, because as soon as the report came out about the trade, then it was reported that Jimmy Garoppolo will be the starter in 2021 in 888-957-9570. My question is, do you think he will be the starter in 2021? Triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. But let's go to uh, let's go to Tony in Oakland who wanted to weigh in. What's going on, Tony? Hey, good, good. I, I nobody on calling this early, but you, you, you got me going because I'm so pumped up about the move <laughs> yep. that the 49ers make. However, however, okay, <laughs> when I look at the quarterbacks that are coming up, yeah, I'm going to ask you a question right away. You almost have to uh, start Jimmy Jimmy G this year, and I'll tell you why. I mean, I remember, obviously, Sean Watson, Andrew Luck coming up, and I remember the battles they had and how they brought the team back. You yeah. tell these guys are going to be something. I don't see that in any of these quarterbacks. I'm gonna, I used to feel that way about Trevor Lawrence. I'm going to include him in that group because the way he performed against Ohio State and sometimes the accurate fills, but the, the quarterbacks are going to be there, I don't know. They, they just, to me, I don't want to say they look average. That's, that's probably not the right way to go about but I don't think they're going to be like Hall of Fame great. I could be wrong. Who knows the future? But I just don't get that sense. So you almost have to sign to let Jimmy G uh, start this year and groom these, one of these quarterbacks that they're going to take and hopefully that quarterback will develop into something after sitting the years and we'll kind of see from that standpoint. So that's kind of where I feel about it. But I love the aggressiveness. I think probably should have did that for Deshaun Watson and I think he's going to be uh, available at some yeah. point but anyway that's another story well which uh well so which if you had to pick though like which quarterback would you want the 49ers to take with that third overall you know what it's a toss-up i go from justin Fields. i go from i'd have seen trey lance it's a good problem to have <laughs> i can't i can't believe i'm saying this yeah. i really can't but i almost like mac jones tony <laughs> i i i, I I can't believe I'm saying it, but the only problem I have with him is his athleticism to get away from the rush, which can cause you to miss a couple games. Yeah. But if you look from straight quarterback skills, of those three, I don't want them to drive back Jones, but I think that's what they're going to do because he's probably the most quarterback ready for the NFL. Um, 
But I, I don't, I'm not really excited about any of these quarterback prospects. But I love the aggressiveness. I love this is what they should be doing and going for. Yeah. But I just kind of wish they would have did that for Deshaun Watson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got you, Tony. I'm good with that. All right, man. Appreciate the phone call. Yeah, that's uh, it's interesting, you know. And this is gonna be this is gonna be the talk of, um, you know, this is gonna be the talk of the draft. This is gonna be the talk for the next month. Is will Jimmy Garoppolo be the starter moving forward? But more importantly, who is it going to be? Because so much can happen in this first month. Some interesting stuff that's been you know coming out regarding Justin Fields and. It's just, you know, it's not a it's not a for sure thing that he is going to be even in that realm of the top five. You know, there 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 are some people who have Justin Fields going even later in the draft and, and falling in the draft. And something that's interesting on Deshaun Watson, because I know um that he didn't start in his uh I know he didn't start in his first season. And uh, I was just looking up the quarterbacks, and it's in 2017, and you go down the list. I mean, you can go down the list of Texans quarterbacks uh, behind Deshaun Watson before Deshaun Watson got drafted, and you can have yourself a nice little little laugh, a little belly laugh on a weekend. You know, just look up Houston Texans quarterback list. Um, but if I'm not mistaken, he only played uh, in a few games that year, and, <laughs> I mean, sheesh, they all, I mean, oof. There are some bad players in this trade. But they did have T.J. Yates as their quarterback that year. You know, T.J. Yates. But Deshaun Watson is an interesting comp. It's just you're giving up so much on this quarterback. And again, 888-957-9570. What do you think? Do you think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the starter moving forward? From the 510, Jimmy will be the starter and finish out his contract as the starter. I can't believe that. I I can't believe that he would that they would do that. At this point, especially next year, when his cap hit is gonna be twenty-seven million dollars, uh, even more than it is this year, and the dead cap is gonna be worth one point four, I think you'd be willing to get rid of that. Um, that contract right away. It w- I would be interested to see if he is the starter going into this season because that's what the 49ers said. And, you know, this could... I, I wonder what this does for Jimmy Garoppolo and his mental. You know, all the stuff with Tom Brady wasn't bothered by that. You know, wasn't bothered by the fact that the 49ers are looking at the GOAT, one of the greatest, I mean, the greatest quarterback of all time. And they're looking at adding him as opposed to Garoppolo. Okay, like, he, he can understand that. It's Tom Brady. But if you are already, already trading not only this pick, but the next two first-rounders as well as a third-rounder, and Garoppolo's looking at that trade and thinking, I mean, man, I'd be traded, I, I'd be traded for a second-rounder. You know, like like if he's looking at that and he sees the amount of capital that they've invested into getting this number three overall pick, I wonder how Jimmy Garoppolo is going to take that. Is he going to take that kind of like Aaron Rodgers, although it was a surprise move with uh, the Packers and I don't he did not expect them to take Jordan Love at all. Uh, the I forgot where he played at, but uh, he was the quarterback and he was the quarterback that was taken in the first round and Aaron Rodgers had no idea. 
It's a little different in this scenario, but you wonder if he's going to have a little chip on his shoulder, you know? And is it going to be a battle in the quarterback room? You know, because let's just take Formula One. Formula One season just got underway. And one of the big things in Formula One, I promise there's a there's a football analogy that's coming along with this. Don't tune out just because I'm uh, talking about Formula One for a little bit. But one of the aspects of Formula One that makes it so interesting is that in each team, they have two pl- uh, two drivers to each team. And normally how it works is you have the number one driver and you have the guy who's in the uh, who's the number two driver, right? It's normally one and two. But a lot of those times, the number two driver is a young, up-and-coming rookie, while the number one is kind of, you know, might be a little older, might be more of a veteran, and also still have a lot more time to go. It's not like they're, they're retiring, but they're always looking at the teammate behind them. And they're always thinking, okay, well, if that guy's faster in the same exact car then he's got to be better than me. And I wonder if it's the same thing that's going to be happening with these 49er quarterbacks. I wonder if, I mean, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, by all accounts, is, you know, super cordial, cordial, likes his, um, you know, he likes the other teammates, the teammates like him. They all think he's the, the best leader. And, you know, you never hear enough good stuff about Garoppolo. So my guess is that he would, um, you know, put on a smile and, I'm sure he'd help the young quarterback out, whoever they take at three. But there's also, there's, again, we're human. You know, there's got to be something in the back of his mind where he's like, okay, well, you know, at this point, I'm going to work my ass off. But in the end, they're going with another guy when I feel like I still got some gas left in the tank as we bring it back a little bit to Formula One. <laughs> but, but, but I do wonder what, uh, what it's like for just, Overall, his his motivation for this season will it be like Aaron Rodgers, where um, you kind of uh, the Packers kind of lit a fire under his ass by drafting Jordan Love? So I wonder if it's going to be the same thing now that Garoppolo knows they're making this pick, or is Garoppolo even going to be on the team by twenty twenty one? Or could they possibly uh, trade that contract? You you, you never know uh, what can happen, but. Triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero is the text line and the phone numbers. I've kind of been rambling here, but I just want to know. I want to get a pulse. I want to get a pulse of you guys, the pregame show nation. <laughs> uh, I got that text, the you know from the five one zero. There's only one nation, Raider Nation. I get that. I get that. I, I mean, I mean, hey, sorry for not coming up with a better word for the listeners of the pregame show at five forty eight in the morning. But do you think that Garoppolo? will be the 49er starter in 2021. Want to get a pulse now so that we can come back to this later on and say, remember where we were at at the beginning? Remember where we were at a month back? We use this as sort of a uh, 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 a table of contents, so to speak. We go back, we check out uh, out that chapter of the book and see uh, what we were getting. So from the pulse of the 49er fans right now, I want to know from you, 888-957-9570, what do you think the 49ers are going to do uh, with this number three overall? And do you think that Garoppolo is going to be the starter in 2021? Uh, 888-957-9570. This is from Peter King. 
NFL insider, joins DRK uh, weekly during the football season, and uh, he, he, he was uh, nice enough to give them some time uh, close up after this trade was made. But uh, here is Peter King on with DRK talking about why the 49ers traded up. Look at it. You could have three top ten quarterbacks in this division. You know, Kyler Murray would be a stretch. He's still got a lot to prove. But you could, by the end of this year, have three top ten quarterbacks. Now, I, I agree. You've got to you've got to play poker in a division where you assume that for the next three or four years, at least, as you sit here right now, you've got the worst quarterback in the division. And I'm not trying to dog Jimmy Garoppolo. I simply believe that he hasn't proven. He's a great quarterback, and he has missed significant time in two of the last three seasons. So he's hardly somebody who you can count on. And as we sit here right now, you would have to say that Jimmy Garoppolo was the number four quarterback in a four-team four division. But, you know, the last time he played significant in big games was in the playoffs in 2019, and it didn't end well. And then, again, he missed uh, the majority of 2020. So that's what I think caused them to do what they did. Yeah, and and so that is interesting because going forward, I mean, you're going against Kyler Murray and an aging Matthew Stafford and Russell Wilson. I mean, does this mean you really are drafting for right now and you're going to make him the starter right now? Or is this really a situation where you're going to let him sit for a year and then wait until the time is right? But the thing is, with a number three overall pick, that's not very common. That's not something uh, you see. But this is this is just a great question. This is the biggest question on the text line here. This is the question that no one, I think, can answer. Not at all. This is the interesting one from the 6-5-0. What if Jimmy gets back to the Super Bowl? Then what? Then what? You're going to, I mean, his contract is in 2022, so you're still going to be paying him what your the cap hit is going to be $27 million in 2022, and then he's an unrestricted free agent after that in 2023. I mean, do you give him another contract, or do you just say, you know what? Thank you for those two Super Bowl appearances, uh, but we got this young guy waiting. We're out. Even though you've proven that with this team that we've gotten right now that we have under contract for at least by the time you're still the quarterback in 2022, or at least you're still under contract in 2022, are we just going to say, all right, bye? <laughs> like, like that's the that's the ultimate question there, 6-5-0. If they do stick with him as the starter... And they just decide to not bring in whoever uh, the number three pick is, and they make the Super Bowl. What will the 49ers do in that situation? That's well, you know, that's a conversation that's you know not even really until you know <laughs> the season starts and we actually know who's going to be starting for this team. But I do uh, find this all just incredibly fascinating, and not to mention, I mean, the Dolphins. <laughs> the Dolphins have like. 13 first-round picks this year. Then they got like 15 the next year. All right, that's not necessarily true, but they got about like three first-round picks uh, coming in this season, and then they got another one next year, another extra one. There's just so many with the Dolphins. They're just stacking draft picks right now. Uh, Duriel in San Jose 
wants to weigh in. What's going on, Durio? Hey, what's going on, Steven, man? Just chilling, man, working up early. But this is the deal, man. Jimmy G, we're going to give them a chance to right the wrong. We're not a sleazy organization. We don't come out and say we're going to let you be the starting quarterback and everything and then not do it and all that stuff. You know, it's unfortunate about the Sean Watson situation. Something doesn't seem right there and everything. And I'll just leave it at that, man. But he's not coming here with all that. We got Jimmy G. You got him on the lunch boxes, on the T-shirt. He's already selling jerseys and everything. If he doesn't win the Super Bowl this year, he's gone. That's what's going to happen. This other guy that we draft or whatever, he's going to take over. You can get us there, but we don't do the Jim Kelly stuff around here. It's Joe Montana, Steve Young. You got to win the big game and everything. Losing's not good enough. Jimmy G knows that and everything. So he, we're going to give him a chance to right the wrongs, man. And if he wins this Super Bowl, you know what, Jimmy G, you can stay. We're going to keep the other guy on the bench. We're going to Aaron Rodgers him and everything, man. You know, Jimmy G, you're right there, man. You know what it is. You're right. We got you right down the street from Hollywood and everything. We're ready to put you in movies. We're ready to make you uh, an icon, man. All you got to do is win this one Super Bowl, and he knows that. That's what it is to be the 49ers. We're the greatest franchise of all time. We're about winning Super Bowls, not losing them and everything, and that's what we're trying to do. So uh, he's got one chance and everything. He's got guys want to go to the Pro Bowl and everything. Guys want 1,000-yard seasons. They want to rush for 1,000 yards. The offensive line, they want a guy who's going to be accurate so they can, at the end of the game, they can just run block and everything. They can just, you know, they know what they got to do. The defensive line, they want to play with a lead sometimes and everything, a comfortable 14-point lead where Jimmy Bosa and those guys, they can just go and rush the quarterback on the other team. And the defensive backs, they can play with some confidence and take some chances and show their skills and all that stuff like that, man. So, Jimmy G, you got to make it happen, man. You got to throw that ball on time. You got to step up and move around that pocket. Just like your your sensei Tom Brady did in the Super Bowl, you already saw what it looks like and everything, man. So it's all right there for you and everything. Let's make it happen. Go Niners. All right, Duriel. Appreciate the phone call, man. And, and this is also uh, from Peter King. John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan are choosing Mac Jones's pro day over that of Justin Fields, who's on the same day. Now, Mac Jones... There's a lot of names being thrown out there, and if you haven't watched college football, I'm going to try and repeat this as much as possible, Um, but Alabama's Mac Jones and Ohio State's Justin Fields, they're both having a pro day on the same day. Lynch and Shanahan are going to Mac Jones' pro day, while assistant GM Adam Peters is reportedly set to attend Fields' pro day on behalf of the team. This is an interesting one, because this is just all, there's nothing I think, think personally that you can really draw from this because after all they're just attending a pro day i honestly think that despite the um despite the skill set and you know what you do see in the pro day i mean zach wilson from byu absolutely um the zach wilson from byu absolutely destroyed his pro day and you know made everyone just assume he's the de facto number two and that's who the jets are going to be taking if the jets keep that pick um but going to these pro days to me is just, you know, you can see a lot from a quarterback, but I don't think it's going to be swaying the decision one way or another. I think this is just trying to, it's all a game. It's all a game that they're playing. And it's a game I'm in on. I am in on all the chaos. What does this mean? You know what? Let me just be crazy hot take radio guy. All right. <laughs> Kyle Shannon. I just did a little steiny. All right. Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch are choosing Mac Jones' pro day over Fields. Oh! There's no shot 
that they're taking Justin Fields. It's going to be Mac Jones. Done deal. Book it. All the mock drafts might as well put Mac Jones with the number three pick. Nah, that's not really how it is. It's all just a game. It's all just a game, and I'm, I'm totally here for it. Um, but, you know, that's just another report, though, that's going to be coming out as the time goes on. And, look, this trade is just, to me, it's just, it's not career-defining at all. But it will define Kyle Shanahan's career with the 49ers, in my opinion, if things don't go the way that he wants them to go. You know, because if Kyle Shanahan, you know, manages to make a Super Bowl with this quarterback, with this rookie, I think um, that a lot of 49er fans would be okay with that. But if you don't, and you don't look like you're in Super Bowl contention within the next few years, when, you know, Kittle's contract and Juszczyk's contract and Williams' contract and all those contracts, uh, whenever they're signed— if you don't manage to get into Super Bowl contention again, then this is a time when, you know, fans are going to be looking at you real quick. You know, they're going to be giving you the side eye the entire time is being like, look, you traded two other first rounders and a third rounder in order to get this guy. I mean, phew. from the 5 1 0. From five, hang on. I know this guy. <laughs> I know Turiel is uh, is your hobby, but he's log winded and he always has these points. But who does he think he's whether they keep Jimmy G? This guy's just going off on the caller. Look, he was just giving an opinion. <laughs> he was just giving an opinion. But <laughs> this this next month, I'm also just really glad though. I'm not gonna lie. I hate, um, especially after the top five. I think n- nobody ever has a perfect mock draft. So when these mock drafts come out and like, you know, say Todd McShay has the quarterbacks trading up to number nine to get Mac Jones as he had in his mock draft 3.0, I'm like, okay. Like, I just don't know what to think of mock drafts when it comes to the 12th pick because they change every single day. But now the fact that you have the number three overall, you could start taking these mock drafts a little more serious. Yeah, This is where... This is where guys actually are, are, are mostly accurate, are, are in these top five picks. So now you can look at mock drafts and just actually take them no longer with the grain of salt. You can actually take them for what they are and think, hmm, maybe they can pick up someone like uh, you know Trey Lance, Justin Fields, or Mac Jones. This is going to be great for the next month. Uh, coming up next, the morning roast with Kate Scott, Joe the Butcher Bushaski, and Bonte Hill. Uh Pro Football Talk, Mike Florio coming up at 7.35. We got Dave Fleming at 8 o'clock, Bob Myers at 9 o'clock, Kareth Burke at 9.20. It's a stacked show today with the morning roast. Thanks so much for joining me, everyone. I'll be back tomorrow at 5 a.m. on 95.7 The Game.